0: You've heard it all before: the thirty-six wonders of the world, the thirty-six apostles that followed Christ, the thirty-six gentlemen chat episodes heading your way.
1: That's right, thirty-six, man. Yeah, look at us go with our beds. Also, sons. none of
0: those facts were accurate. Don't no. don't fact check me no. on that. No, well, were there
1: thirty-six disciples? I don't I don't remember that.
0: Roughly. There was three times
1: thirty-six? Yeah, that's true. Good things it's, come in three? Right, it's divisible, <laughs> there's all sorts of things happening there. Listen, here's what we do know. Good things do come in threes, Ian, because you and I were at a bowling alley a couple weeks ago. And this I feel like we need to lead with this because holy smokes. So we're at a bowling alley, not to do bowling, because why would we do that? We're there to do karaokeing with our group of friends. Yeah. Which I must admit was one of the crazier ideas we've had because our friends are musical people, but not professionally so. You know, they they give it a good whack, as it were. Yeah. So we roll up to the local bowling alley. the The, the karaoke was supposed to start at eight. We rolled up at eight thirty, thinking, you know, everyone will have had time yeah. to get going and whatnot. And uh, myself, my better half, and one other person were the first to arrive, and we stroll into the light room. Which is like this designated karaokeing spot. And there is nobody in there. I shit you not. There is not a, the bartender is sitting in there alone. And karaokeing started 30 minutes previous. Yep. I was like, oh no, 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 no. So our whole friend group filters in, and there's probably, gosh, fifteen of us? At least. A yeah. dozen, fifteen of us, yeah. And we were rolling deep, so Ian decides, hey, we're gonna go to the other end of this bowling alley. And we're gonna order up some food. This is a big bowling alley. This is a too. this is like yeah. a fifty lane bowling alley. This place yeah. is ginormous. So we rock up down to the other side of the bowling alley to order some food, and a man takes our order. Who I don't know how he felt compelled to start this, but he felt the need to inform us about some hacking that was happening somewhere else in the world.
0: Yeah, that was affecting the meat production and meat is economy here was? in the U.S. Yep. Okay. Okay. Because we were thinking what to order, and apparently here in Wisconsin, I'm not sure where else it is. Huge shortage of bone-in wings, which quite honestly, people in Wisconsin love wings. Yes. So that's that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, so he was he was making a complaint over the wings and that this was caused due to hackers. Yep. And he knows, quote unquote, knows some guys on the inside of that cuz he used to dabble a little. And which is all all the all the while, while we're trying to order some burgers and a pizza yep right so this is just casual conversation this guy about the hackers from china and he said i've got some friends in that business i used to be a hacker myself but you know out of the game now and now i'm tempted i want to know like when he says hacker this man is what 55 <laughs> yeah roughly white hair little after middle on age top little after middle age and i'm thinking okay when this guy says he's a hacker what are we talking like minecraft hacker what are we talking about here? <laughs> He said, "Yeah, I was in that game, but I'm out of it now because I went to federal prison for it." Thought, <laughs> what? <sighs> he just casually lets us all know that he went to federal prison for for hacking, and uh, and but he's happy to take our order now. Yeah, at this bowling alley in small town Wisconsin, he's more than happy, and apparently. Come to find out, because this guy just had to tell us his entire life story. He couldn't stop at just, I went to federal prison. (laughs) He informed us that he stole something into the tune of $5.3 million from airlines. Yeah. By faking airline tickets and getting refunds from them?
0: Uh, Yeah, some uh, along those lines. Or um, scalping tickets for himself and selling it, undercutting them. So he would, like, hack tickets and sell people, like, 50% tickets. (laughs) Do
1: you remember the Leonardo (laughs) DiCaprio film where he played, like, the fake Pan Am jet pilot? (laughs) This was, Uh, like, discount version of that. Yeah. We're still flying the airplane. He's jipping people at ticket prices.
0: Yeah, he said he did it himself, too. He flew quite a few countries around the
1: world just because he could. He just gave himself free tickets and... Picture that guy's life story. We should have him on this show. Could you imagine... (laughs) Like, what is the order of events there? First of all, you think, well, I'll get into hacking. Okay. And then you think, hmm, I'm going to steal $5.3 million from big airline companies. And
0: this was years ago. This was like in the 90s. So $5.3 right. million back then, a lot is, more yeah. than $5.3 million Astronomical
1: now. Astronomical amount of money <laughs> yeah. to steal from an airline, right? Yeah. So he steals this money, gets caught. That's an important part of it. <laughs> guy's plan got foiled went to federal prison for an extended period of time.
0: Yeah, he said he only been out, I think it was like a handful of years, not not. Yeah, not many. that long. Right. Yeah. He'd been in there So a- he said 25
1: 30 years. At least. Yes. Yes. He came out he ended up in small town Wisconsin working at a bowling alley as yep. the cook. Yeah. In fairness, he's As
0: far as cooks go, he took it really seriously, and he was was, a great cook. Guy was a stud. I have never gotten a better pizza from a bowling alley. Guy was a stud. For whatever reason, I don't know if it's just all their pizzas there, but this pizza looked like going out to an Italian diner pizza. It was not a bowling alley pizza. It was
1: not a bowling alley (laughs) pizza. It was very well done. He even came out when he delivered your food and your better half food. He was like, do you want the extra mayo? Do you want the ranch? Yeah, exactly. I'll get you whatever you want. Yeah, all the things. He was very, very good. And I I suppose he has to be good at customer service because he stole five point three million (laughs) million from people staring them in their face (laughs) and asking for refunds. Yep. So, I mean, customer service is this guy's strong suit. Frankly, he should be working for, like, an Amcor or something. I don't think he wants
0: any attention. My theory... tells
1: me not. If he's only been out a couple years
0: and somehow he winds up in our area in small town Wisconsin of all places... They didn't find all $5.3 million. I, you know,
1: <laughs> I don't
0: think they did. Or they found all $5.3 million in quotations. <laughs> I think and this guy still has a very comfortable life in small town, Wisconsin. <laughs> That's right.
1: He wants to stay. He has a
0: me. very, very fluffy air-like mattress. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. <laughs> Flying under the radar. His, his parole officer left three weeks ago and he thought, finally, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, Denver, Colorado, wherever he was. And he's thinking, i got to get to small town Wisconsin. What was the film with Robert Duvall? It was, you know, two old oh. guys that stole a whole bunch of money and they live on a farm and buy a lion. Yeah. What was I, the name of that film? I don't remember the name of that. It, I don't either. It
0: came and go really
1: quick. It was such a great film, though. Yeah. You know, what's funny about that film is, like, 10 year old me found this film. Only because it's its selling point to me was that it had a lion in it. So I rented this film for like a day because it was PG. So my parents yeah. were like... Is yeah, it you can sp-? watch it. No problem. Yeah, like, they, didn't, they didn't know what it was. They didn't care what it was. So I, I get this film. I watched that thing no less than four times before I returned it the next day. No less than That's four. That's a kid thing to do. It was an absolutely incredible film. It was basically two old guys... That had stolen a bunch of money, hid it away in a storehouse, and lived on that their entire lives. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And this guy is doing effectively the same thing, except in small town Wisconsin. And on a much larger scale. Much larger scale. (laughs) Can you just believe it? I wonder, with all of my heart and soul, if he gave that money back. Like, all the money back. Well, any of the money the feds found, it wasn't a, will you
0: give it back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I wonder how much of that money
1: they took from him.
0: Yeah. I would say most all. At that point, if you're in that deep, uh, the feds probably take all your money regardless. Whatever oh, you have on that's you. That's a good point. Because, let's say I steal $20 million. I spend quite a lot because I know this probably won't last. I only have $11 million left. They're not going to say, um, well, we'll let you keep some because you only this part of the money was the part you stole. It's like, no, you're $20 million stolen. We're yeah. taking everything you owe. I
1: do wonder how that works because, yeah. you know, wow, where do they draw the line? Like, What assets do I get to keep? Because yeah. you know if I get to keep some of those assets, like if I invest all of it right away and they can't take it away from me, <laughs> dude, I'm going to you prison. You have 5.3 for...
0: million in Bitcoin. That's you go right. to prison for 10 years. You come out and you're a multi-trillionaire. <laughs>
1: I'm like O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson made millions of dollars while he was in prison. That is true. For writing about how he definitely killed, um, he his still wife. got <laughs> his NFL pension from that. When yeah. he was in prison, he still got his like American Actors Association pension. Well, for him, probably. Yeah. My I wonder how in I, Vegas.
0: If I work for a company and I just embezzle in a different company, so it doesn't involve the company I work for, will I still get my five oh or my four
1: hundred one k? Do I still get my retirement? <laughs> Gosh, I feel like you should, right? <laughs> I feel He's like... In prison, making more money. <laughs> you just start collecting interest. Yeah. Uh. Like if you had 20 million, right? And you stuffed it away in a, in a, a, a big ass savings account, frankly, and you just collected 0.05% or whatever it is on savings accounts yeah. now, you could still live on that? No, I'm I'm crazy. If I had
0: 20 million dollars right now, I would make myself a personal, me and like personal friends or close family, a commune up in like north a little bit further north of us in the north woods canada and yeah and then um make it self-sufficient have my own little farm my own get it by a river get my own energy and whatnot that way i can be off the grid and i could have my own commune i'm over and done with everything because the way the world's going I'm not sure how $20 million is going to last.
1: That's a good point. You could start a little farm shop, you know, like yeah. Diddly Squat Farms, and you could just start selling yeah. nothing to people. That'd be Cause, great. Cause uh, Strawberries. And- a lot of people,
0: I don't think rich people especially, ever think this through. They always think, well, I'll do whatever I want, and I'll support whatever I want because I have $20 million. $20 million will last me so many lifetimes regardless. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I've seen a lot of historical countries... Throughout even recent history, if you look at, like, Greece or a lot of the Mediterranean um, countries, you're $20 million today. Two years down the line, if something bad hits your country or whatnot, now that $20 million
1: may be worth three loaves of bread in a wheelbarrow. Right, Like right. <laughs> I think that's why they say to the rich folk, you should immediately start investing and in diversifying your money.
0: They always say that, and it's always like, diversify in rare metals,
1: which I also think is... Really stupid. It's funny. They say it to rich people and old people. Yep. Old people seem to have this kick that if they have it (laughs) in like tangible silver and gold, nothing bad can happen to it. Like, I don't know. I also think that's stupid. Although I, I'm
0: very specific in my spending. I would also say the same about cryptocurrency. Yep. Um, Federal dollar, that can always crash at any time. It is a government IOU. If the government's no longer willing to pay it or something happens to your government, it's worth nothing. Yep. So all that money in the bank you have, worth nothing. If you have um, set investment in stocks, if you have stake in companies, the company goes under, you no longer have anything. Yep. The, The government regulates the company or ships them overseas or something, you no longer have anything. You get rare metals, gold, silver, something like that. If your country is doing bad enough where you need gold and silver to barter, uh, the local farmer is not going to say, yeah, I'll take your gold bar for a cow. Right. Because if you both have nothing, but he has a cow, he's better off than you because he has, uh, he has milk. He has a source of food. So your gold and silver worth Literally nothing. Literally nothing. That's why, but if you get a commune and basically how <laughs> communes work is you can structure it with the government and... You're all on your own. You pay the government outright, um, all overhead and everything, and everybody leaves you alone. And if you have it self-sustaining, say you have a farm and whatnot, you're you're set. No matter what happens around you, I like your little much, area, you are set.
1: I like how you thought through this commune thing. Yeah, you're gonna start. Uh, you uh, know. Yeah,
0: I would do like 14 million dollars and an immaculate commune that will last. I make sure I get it down, get it right. And then six million in ammo because if the world goes to shit,
1: <laughs> if
0: if the world goes to shit, they're coming for my commune because it's all good and everything's nice, there. Right? You yeah, have
1: fourteen million <laughs> in that bed. gotta
0: protect it. Yeah, but if I have like four tons of ammo on there.
1: Dude, you would suck as a leader of a commune. Think about it. Yeah? Uh, maybe not you. I shouldn't say you, because I think you'd be okay. I would be an amazing commune. The average lad. Think about the average oh, lad. Oh, very much so. He's going to show up in the woods with his $14 million <laughs> commune that he's built, right? And the first thing he's going to start doing is try to pump out little children that so he can run this commune. He's yeah, have no. Like, you going to no. have like 14 kids.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <clears throat> Furthermore, if someone's joining my commune... It'll be a wonderful democratic dictatorship uh-huh. where they can vote on whatever they want, but it's my commune. I'm not going to yeah,
1: listen. Yeah, yeah. That's how you get stabbed month three, though.
0: No. No, 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 no. I'm, I'd be a just... We'll say monarch. How about that? Uh-huh. I will be a just monarch.
1: Queen Ian. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Queen <laughs> Ian. <laughs> King, King Ian, rather.
0: But if you think about it... Uh, a lot of people give monarchies a bad rep If it's small enough Like it's only my personal commune um, Like the Netherlands like a squ- Yeah um, Not anywhere near that large for 14 million dollars Just a couple square miles of my own personal commune Anybody who wants in uh, We'd have to sit down and talk And it'd work as a monarchy As long as the monarch is just in a commune Where everything we have enough to self-sustain and keep going It'll work as soon as I let people come in and try to decide my commune for me, I don't I don't think I trust that. Boy because if girls. they haven't because if you think of it this way, a democracy for my commune wouldn't never work. It would have to be a monarchy, because everybody coming to my commune did not have enough foresight to make their own commune. <laughs> so I don't want their life choices and their decisions affecting my commune. I will share my grace with them. But I'm making the choices because oh they've already screwed God. up by the time
1: they're getting to my commune. <laughs> oh my gosh! You look at their resume of failed communes. Previous. <laughs> I cannot believe how thoroughly thought through you are on this on this idea. Yeah. Boys and girls, if a gentleman's <laughs> chat ever it just randomly stops, you'll know why. Ian's off in the woods up in Canada <laughs> with his fourteen million dollar commune, and I'll just be sitting here alone. <laughs>
0: You're welcome to visit, so long uh, as you don't tell people where it is.
1: Yeah, that now that's the key. You can't let people know. See, that's the golden part about
0: uh northern Wisconsin here or the southernmost where Wisconsin meets Canada. There's so much wooded forest area no one's finding it.
1: That's it's not happening. That's true. It is a crazy amount of land that that we have still that people yep. just have no understanding of. It's actually a little scary because like the other day I was driving home and there was an Amber Alert on the radio. And this is a very sick thought, I admit. But when they were reading it and kind of like where the person was going, with a two-year-old child that was kidnapped or whatever the thing was, my first thought was, oh, God, I hope they find this person, followed by the, the dismal truth that if someone wanted to kidnap you and go into hiding, this is the place to do it. Yeah. Because 15 yeah. miles from where we sit right now, is a place that no one knows exists, yep. and a place that no one is ever going to think to go. Exactly, and that's that's it's one of those scary things about living with so much land. I mean, it is scary,
0: but I I respect that over the alternative. Like here oh, in sure. the here in the upper w- Midwest and small town Wisconsin, no matter what really happens in the world, we have enough land and space and. Just, freedom and woods and all everything to self sustain we will be fine no matter what oh yeah if you're in a big city big city is kind of like an all-or-nothing deal because there's no self-sufficiency or anywhere to go in a big city correct whereas here if i go like i said 15 miles uh northwest of here i'm out in the middle of nowhere I can do whatever I want. Yes,
1: yes. this has always been a, a standing dream of mine to be able to own enough land that I could walk onto my own porch naked and have nobody know. That's how that is my that's my marker for success in life.
0: My commune will be big enough. We'll get you no, a little house. Okay, okay.
1: okay. <laughs> then sign whoa, whoa, whoa. me up, I'm in for the commune. Yeah.
0: I um, Yeah, people misunderstand that. You can have your own house on the commune. Oh, yeah, I'm game for that.
1: Yeah. I'm not sleeping in a bunkhouse.
0: What makes it a commune is we're free of jurisdiction. Like, we essentially how they work, you pay off the government ahead of time so no one bothers you. And it would be a self-sufficient, self-sustaining thing. So people can have their own houses and whatnot and build. But we all come together and basically become the heart of farmers or collectors or whatever.
1: Come to think of it, I actually have a friend that was gonna join a commune a couple months back. Yeah. When the winter months were ending, she got this she wanted to move out somewhere and it was Montana. That's where it was. That
0: that sounds like a good commune Right, state. doesn't it?
1: Like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I I truthfully I don't know all the details of it, but it was basically a commune style sort of deal, you know, where it's two people to a bunkhouse and it was, you know, all these people living on this land and it was a commune. It was like the thing. Yeah. And I was like, Wow, that's a ballsy move. But now that you've prophetically spoken on it, I'm actually sort of convinced, but you know, we've lost sight of the $5.3 million this dude has stolen. <laughs> right? He's going to get a mild commune compared to what you have. But while we were bowling, might I also bring to your attention that the felon that was serving us food was not the only weird thing happening. Because, a couple of weeks back on the show, I made mention of my experience at the mall with a gal that was showing me her butt cheeks, because her shorts were too short, and I was I was admittedly stereotyping this to the female group because this is all I had seen. Nay, nay, my mind has now been changed. <laughs> all people, regardless of gender, are wearing shorts that are just too short. Yes, because while we were discussing this man that had stolen some you know someone's uh, hard work and uh, had to give it back <laughs> in return for going to prison, some lads came walking by with shorts that describing them as too short aren't it i mean not not to be (laughs) laborious but i i just feel like it was it it, the fabric stopped before it curled the cheeks barely (laughs) barely though you know it was a very it was a tight line that they were walking and it was three lads and a lass that were bowling and i i leaned over to ian and i made comments i thought wow i bet she felt bad about the testosterone in that group and immediately corrected myself because I, I, I recall that that doesn't exist. <laughs> there sh- I'm, not, I'm not being mean here, but their shorts were just too short. <laughs> I mean, if I know everything about you intimately while you're 45 feet away from me, your clothing is too tight and your shorts are too short. Yeah. If I'm yeah. seeing the very top of your thigh, I don't want to. I just don't want to. Men, women, or otherwise, I just don't want to see it. Yeah, I, I've seen a return in those. It's like the 1980s
0: style where there's short running shorts up to basically the hip bone. Almost, yeah, basically the, the hip bone. And I've even seen a couple jorts men oh, wearing God. that are the same length. Oh, Honestly, no. I'm like, I thought we got rid of it. And I think what happens is we're going back into the 80s heavy workout era where it's cool to work out and so many more people are doing it. And if you're going to bench leg day, people are going to be like, yeah, I'm going to show off my absolutely massive quads.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I wonder why that is because if you look generationally, we've gone from like the eighties, which is the, the era of complete decadence, right? People, there's a lot of eras of complete decadence. Nineties is like sadness. Nineties is just Clinton. Yeah. Early 2000s, nine eleven, kind of a damper. People were getting big. Americans are getting the stereotype of being fat. And now we're in this prime age where people are spending $10, 15 $20 a month on gym memberships that they don't use. But it doesn't matter because they're members. <laughs> and they're being fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My seen... local grocery store carries whey protein.
0: Oh, yeah. Very much so. Why? Why? <laughs> I think it's because there's been a divide, at least in our area, in small town Wisconsin, where there is the uh, group that does touches nothing but the bottle and bag of sugar.
1: <laughs>
0: that That is it. Yeah. And that's how they live their life. And they're content with it. It's nice, casual. And then there is the opposite um, population that is all about whey protein, salads, and they're in the gym like 10 hours a day. Yeah, And... I don't really see much in between anymore like you had very rarely yeah you have some just normal average um, keep yourself fit but not like anything crazy um it's very one or the other nowadays
1: yeah yeah it is in fact you know it's sort of strange because I was thinking this same thing the other day I I don't I, no, today rather I went <laughs> strawberry picking today and the guy that I got on the wagon with he was also like sitting adjacent me was deep forties had his, his, he was so tannic, probably is going to become skin cancer one day. And this dude was jacked. And I was like, what the heck is happening? And sat next to him or like other side of him. When we got to the strawberry patch is a man that doesn't know what the definition of the word exercise is. Yeah. You know, there was no in between to your point. Yep. (laughs) It's sort of this strange thing. And I think it's because we live in, Rural Wisconsin, we we were are we're close enough to big city Wisconsin, whatever you can, yeah we're whatever you we're call close it, pretty close that you can get those kale, salad eating, going to noodles and company because you think it's healthy even though it's not because it's all drawn in butter and carbs. <laughs> those folk and the Starbuckers, you get all them, but you also get Granny Smith, who. Has no idea how to cook anything outside of a cast iron skillet, and every piece of meat that she cooks, she's killed herself, as early as that morning. That actually sounds delicious. I know. Uh,
0: we need to find Granny Smith
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we do. But this, this I think is the problem. We live right in between big city where it's very progressive in terms of diet and like it's the the like the latest thing. Yeah. And we live it, in a the it's place city. Where, it's progressive. Right, and it's a place where. You know, if you're eating a piece of meat, it's likely because granddad killed it. Yeah, there's that. That's where we live. So I think that's that. That's probably the truth of our of our existence.
0: Yeah, I
1: come to think of it, when
0: I think of all the farmers, because actually, right next door, in the back uh, fields where I live, but they're actually owned by a farmer. Yeah. Um, the farmers that I can think of, they're the only ones that I think of as normal or they tend to be lean muscular but average right but if you i'm sure you've seen them out in the field these farmers that i live right next to they have to be like late 80s
1: oh yeah they're not young they're
0: old 90s and they still hand um bale and whatnot most of the hay and the corn and whatnot they do they're out there all the time do just manual labor day in day out, ten hours a day by hand, and they're like late eighties, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Wow, <laughs> isn't that impressive? That is incredibly impressive because they don't seem to slow down. Nothing seems to bother them, and I'm like,
1: dude, yeah, I mean, this guy, I can't knee, imagine. Right, his knee went bad forty years ago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that, and, and he's still powering through like nothing's wrong. It, it is absolutely. There's something to be said for those folk, those yep. salt of the earth, blue collar guys that just. Bring it every single day of their entire life. It's absolutely awe-inspiring. I, have I told you what my like master plan in life is? Because here it is. So the commune? Because I can it's help not, you with that. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a commune, dude. I am really entranced by this idea of owning a bunch of land and being a farmer. I don't know why. Like a they, commune. That's what yeah, I want. Okay, fine. I want to get I'll, people okay. together, have a farm. We can
0: go back to what I would say. I'm not going to say peak because technology is great and all, but there's something simple and good about owning your own land and just being a farmer and the simplicity and elegance of that lifestyle. Yes,
1: yes, I would absolutely love... To be the guy that was is the farmer in our commune, yeah. because I also have this. this Communes a, need teachers too. Uh, there you go. <laughs> this is a, not music teachers though. I don't think so much. What do you mean? Oh my gosh!
0: We're picture. a commune. It's a it's a close knit community like a family. We're gonna we st- would every night over the fire we can sing. We can have dances. We're, we're gonna,
1: gonna we- start an ensemble. It's gonna we're gonna take it on the road right <laughs> so exactly. we make money to support the
0: commune. Exactly. We're gonna go
1: on tour with our you know
0: our mixed ensemble of singers. Yeah, we look, if we live in Wisconsin. Farm season is not year-round. In oh the winter, we can gosh. go on tour. To we cracked
1: it. After this, folks, we're going to... A gentleman's chance can be gone for a few weeks while we shop around commune locations. Because <laughs> this is the greatest idea I think I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, we're going to need to open up the shop
1: and get a lot more products. If we're going to make enough money for a we commune, are. though. That's true. Yeah, speaking of... You're right. Shopping products. We are this close. For those listening, I'm putting my fingers very close together to designate how close we are. To opening our own merch store, finally. We got all of it set up. We got a couple of things in there. We're waiting to make sure we get all the right products. And it's looking just right before we launch it. It was going to come out this week. Because I was going to announce it on a gentleman's chat. It was going <laughs> to be this super cool thing. You can go buy you know, your stickers or your mugs or whatever you want to buy. And I was told a couple days ago by my better half, she said, don't, don't launch the store yet. <laughs> I was like... Uh, okay, because I was telling her, I was like, oh my gosh, look all these cool things that we have. I'm so excited because people have been asking for these things and I can't wait to get this underway. Finally, she said, no, no, you, sh- you should wait on that for a few weeks. And I said, why? She said, you should just don't do it. Just wait for a few weeks. So I don't know what sort of thing. What is this shenanigans? I, I don't know.
0: I don't know whether to be scared or anxious. That's, that's <laughs> what I
1: said. And I was like, so like, what should I know about? And she said, N- nothing. I said, Huh? She said, "I've already said too much," and I was like, "What do you? What, dude? This is like some real cryptic language." Oh,
0: wow! I feel out of the loop to too. I know. I don't know what to do. She hasn't talked to me about anything. I'm supposed I, to keep from you. I know. <laughs> well,
1: I feel like I've just been bamboozled by someone that's not <laughs> in the know about our shop. When did this? When did our inner workings become outsourced? I
0: don't <laughs> <know> what, <that's laughs> This two-man gig, and all of a sudden, we're in the
1: outside. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. Uh, Yeah, apparently, so the shop is going to wait for a couple weeks. It's going to sit on simmer until, apparently, I've given the all-clear from, for some reason. Wow. So, I'm I'm hoping next week, maybe, I'll get the green light to start my own store.
0: Wow. Yeah, I i haven't heard anything like that although i'm i'm probably one of the people that
1: would be like okay and put the shop up anyhow so i'd be a bad person to talk it to. is it is the store is literally done i you know i got went through all the paperwork all the things the, the products are there it's already for people to invest Yeah, their we money. just have to hit enter i ha- literally that is all yeah. i'm missing right now and and this is a little showcase for it i guess the stickers are something we've talked about for a very long time. Yeah, people wanted stickers. People wanted stickers, so I went all out on the stickers, man. I got the really nice, you know, like the four by not four by six or the two by three or whatever that dimension yeah. is. So they're the nice ones that you would stick on like a laptop or you know people that collect stickers on a wall or and a bumper sticker, whatever the thing might be. Your local stop signs. Yes, we don't so your judge. local stop signs. <laughs> place them every single place <laughs> you can. Stop lights. Jump, yes, up there, jump up slap there, slap it on the green. Right on the green one, that's right. Green for a gentleman's chat. So, oh, put it on the yellow because it's close to our colors. Oh, that's probably v- dangerous. Probably. <laughs> but listen, if you want it bad enough, you'd do that for this show, wouldn't you? Mr. <laughs> I know you would over there in Ireland. They have different laws there. At any rate, I am super stoked on these. I love the way they came out. It fits the logo perfectly. They're very, very reasonably priced. Like Our goal is not to make money on this. Our goal is just to have. Yeah,
0: unless it, unless a million people stop at a merch shop, most of the time they don't make money.
1: Right, right. What we're here to do is just. Really, it's it's more fulfilling for us to have cool shit that we can stick on yeah. stop signs. I mean, uh, that we can have. It's a made-to-order service. Yes, so. yes. So we're very, very excited about that. And what another thing that we're super duper excited about, if I may, is this ad read. See, there it is. That was a quick and. Yeah, you form. may. Yeah, you may. Hey, there it is. <laughs> So I would like to change now and bring up, um, well, frankly, a topic, something we talked about a few weeks back. And this is the incredible sport of wife-carrying. <laughs> I know, I know.
0: Oh, so it's going to be a spinoff that's not going to be too uh, <laughs> friendly for the radio.
1: <laughs> so I was looking, as you know, it's from Finland, the 19th century. We talked about all these things. Now, I learned that there is a wife-carrying in North America. There are North American competitions of wife-carrying going on here. So I went to the North American website, which is cleverly named (laughs) wifecarrying.org. And I have a list of the rules and the competition sort of guidelines, rules and regulations for the North American Wife-Carrying Championship. Are you ready?
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see what we have to get done.
1: (laughs) Here it is. Founded in 1999 at Sunday River Resort in Maine, the North American Wife Carrying Championship has been held annually in mid-October at this location ever since. Winners of 13 U.S. state events and two Canadian provisional events have competed in the North American (laughs) Championship. Winners have the option of competing at the World Championships and have placed as high as 5th. The North American Championship holds registration spots open for winners of any sanctioned state, provisional, or regional wife carrying events, and provides entry to those competitors at no cost. Then, openings, or any openings that are remaining, are open to public registration. The winning team brings home the wife's weight in beer and five times her weight in cash holy sweet mother Teresa oh yeah this is a very north American thing if you win you get beer and bucks to the tune of the gal you're carrying
0: five times her weight in cash I, It has to be a dollar per pound right it's not like you gonna choose the bill it's not a hundred dollars five times the body weight that's a that would be I don't know what
1: a hundred dollars weighs though like if if it's single dollar bills right or what's it worth a stack ten grand what is 10 grand weigh? Nothing. It can't be much.
0: That's why I'm saying there's absolutely no way it's not. I'm guessing it means dollar per pound. If they're 100 pounds, they get $100 times five. That's 500 bucks. Maybe. And body weight and
1: beer, which would be more than $500. Yeah, that's a lot of beer. Yeah. So here are the competitors. This is like the people can who can compete. Teammates are not required to be legally married. Helmets are not required for the carried competitor. The world's competition requires a helmet. So, very very safety conscious at the world competition. <laughs> the only special equipment allowed to be worn by the carrier is a belt, which is optional.
0: They have to mean it like a back brace belt, right? I'm assuming Like a so. lifting belt. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the final thing is, there is no minimum weight limit for the female competitor. The world's competition, however, sets a weight limit, a minimum weight limit of 49 kilos, or 108 pounds. And weight belts are added um, to make up any difference in weight. So if you weigh less than 108, or sorry, the gal being carried weighs less than 108, they use weight belts to make her at least 108. Although, um, there is no minimum weight requirement regularly. It's only at the Worlds that they enforce this ridiculous pedantic
0: law. This is going to sound incredibly offensive. I know it ahead of time. And if I don't have to be married to them, would it be safe to go up and find, uh, say, a young, wonderful midget and ask her, say, I will split this winnings 50-50 if uh, you'll let me sprint you to this finish line?
1: Here's the difference, though. I think there's a difference because, if you think about it, if they weigh 65 pounds... That's only 65 pounds worth of beer, and 65 times 5 is not nearly as much as 200 times 5.
0: Yeah, but you you, have to win to get that. I know,
1: but I'm thinking you've been in the gym recently, right? You spend a year getting large in the back and shoulder region. You find the biggest gale you can muster for the course competition, which the length, there's a standardized length. I'll tell you that later. Okay. I feel like you need to muster the biggest gale you can because that's how you pay for the back replacement surgery.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, well the biggest gal that would if it's carrying that would probably be squat weight. And I have to sprint with her? i mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything more than 250.
1: But it's not straight. Like there's there's competi- like it's through mud and like it's a it's a Okay,
0: 250 is a bit much if I'm going through mud and shit. Let's yeah, say Yeah, like up to
1: your waist and stuff. Waist? Oh yeah, it's it's if if you were to see these pictures <laughs> right now. This is an obstacle course. You know people that run like the Ironmans or the road yeah. races or whatever? That. But you're carrying somebody. 150 then. We're dropping it 100 pounds okay. on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, minimum's 108. So hopefully, you know. What if it's like a, a boxing event where they cut weight, you know, to weigh in and then <laughs> they just drink it as much as they can so they're ready for the jiggling ride home? Okay. Here's the competition itself, Ian. This is, this is how it works. <clears throat> Competitors run the course two at a time. In initial heats, which each of them with each of them, rather, being timed. The two fastest teams qualify for the final heat, which may be timed or untimed, with the winner of the final heat being the winner of the event. Because the final heat is determined by time, qualifying teams do not necessarily have to win their initial heat. Additional heats may be run for third place and on. So it's a heat format, much like Moto. So you racing. have to do it multiple times. Multiple times in the day, yes sir. Secondarily. <laughs> If a competitor drops his teammate, she'll take half his things. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's not what it says. If a competitor <laughs> drops his teammate, their team will be penalized with five seconds out of their time. Plus you have to
0: get them back. Plus you have to get them back. Yeah. You're exactly right,
1: yeah. Third rule Teams may not advance on the course without the wife being carried, and will be disqualified if they do not carry their wife the entire length of the course. Damn. Yeah. So if you rolled up at 250 and you could only handle 200, it's a tough day for you. Yeah, yeah. It is a tough day for you. There is no restriction on how the female teammate is carried. Several types of carry are commonly used, including the piggyback and fireman's carry. However, the most popular is the Estonian carry, in which the wife hangs upside down with her legs wrapped around the husband's shoulders, holding on to his waist. So her bottom... Is right behind your back, legs wrapped around top. Yep. And then her, she, her, her face is in your ass, and she's grabbing on your waist, and that's that's apparently the Estonian method. Huh. For those at home visualizing, I guess it'd be like a backpack. Like, that's probably the most
0: efficient. Right. It's probably not good for her though. No. That cannot no, be an enjoyable upside experience. Down.
1: Let's say you're in waist deep. Now your face is in water. Yeah. That can't, you what got, you,
0: your face is in the crack got, of a sweaty they, yeah. man carrying your butt <laughs> you, all day.
1: Yeah, that's your husband. You know what he does. He's been, <laughs> he's, he's been traded for months for this. You've had trial runs and you thought to yourself, <laughs> I'm going to go for, you paid a freaking entrance fee to be a part of this shit show.
0: Oh, oh man. That also would take a lot more effort on
1: her part. Oh, yeah. Because now you're not just getting carried. You have to hold yourself. Right. It's going to be suffocating for the man, too, because her thighs are wrapped around his neck. Yeah. You know, like that's... Well, probably over the shoulder. It's like a reverse sexual position. It's... (laughs) It's...
0: A 96.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's the old 96. It's it's the old 96. It's pretty common, Billy. Come on. uh, Okay. Hey, here's what you do need to know, though. That the course length... ...is 254 meters, which is 278 yards, which is just shy of 800 feet. North American courses are typically run on uneven ground with some level of elevation change. The worlds are run on a flat track. Yeah, I feel like America just like, yeah, we like this sport. We'll just make it much worse. I guarantee there was some dude in a bar in Wyoming... (laughs) who had his fellow Finnish man in, and he was telling him about this you know, ridiculous sport that they do over in his homeland, and he looked at him and said, I bet I could do that better. <laughs> and now he's just trying as hard as he can to beat the Finnish man in the game that he of his own creation. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot of
0: obscure American sports. We get it from other people, and then we just make it way less safe, way more yes. aggressive, yes. and then put way more effort into
1: it. <laughs> Here is the last set of rules, under the or sorry, the last yeah, bullet yeah, yeah. point under the course restrictions. Course design includes <laughs> two dry obstacles and one water obstacle. However, the specific obstacle designs may vary by year. So you don't even get to practice you it or You have anything. no idea. No, you're rolling up to this event. Now, these exist in North America, Ian, which can only lead me to the most logical question. Would you do this with me? Ah, uh, would you attend like a... carry you no, or no no no, no, no oh no, yeah no, I'd no, attend no, no. one with you sure yeah like would you okay two part question would you attend a wife carrying uh thing with me secondarily would you compete with your better half in a wife carrying event
0: <sighs> I would have to train like crazy
1: for that you think so
0: yeah yeah okay okay I don't know what my significant halfway is but even at like 150 that you'd have to prepare for this type of exercise. Two dry
1: obstacles and a water obstacle is a lot to do.
0: Yeah. With 150 pounds on you and it's not yes. dead weight, it's live weight. So it'll it's, be moving. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. There's no way I could do that right now. She'll be fidgeting with her,
1: with her toes, you know, with the sandals yeah. or she'll be trying to pick the lint off your, your leg hairs they never do sit still.
0: Okay. Well, on our daily gym visits, I will spend some time with her, and we'll work on this. We'll Please, this dear job. God,
1: you do. You start doing practice laps around the gym. <laughs> Please tell me you take her up and down the aisles, like in between the people on the treadmill, and just just start going up and down there. Uh, we can we can work on that. I will oh see what we can do. We should do this. Okay, I'm totally down to do this, and every I want to. In fact, well, let me search right after the show. Okay. I'm gonna make a reminder so I know exactly where the nearest event is. We could probably um,
0: have an exclusive, uh, do little vods while there. Different runs of the event on the phone. Oh, sell hey, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gentlemen's, we could just make gentlemen's sporting events. Hmm. Live from somewhere outside the commune. That is somewhere <laughs> outside the commune. <sighs>
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, what a hell of a sport, man. That does sound like a fun sport, but I feel like I could come up with a crazier one. I think while doing this, we should come up with our own crazy sport. Okay. Have you ever put any thought to, like, I could make that sport better or I could have a sport idea? I know
1: exactly how I could make this sport better. Yeah? Make a new division, call it ex-wife carrying. (laughs)
0: I mean, like, you've been thinking of this all day. You're like, oh, well, this is a good idea.
1: Dude, picture. I bet those dudes run three, four, five seconds faster, right? Oh, easily. Because Easy. they know what I to have to keep carrying. Of- right. Or it's all oh. DNFs. They drop them in the water and walk <laughs> away. <laughs> oh, oh, man. We can make it
0: all-encompassing. How about this? For estate settlements and divorce wife carrying and the better you do and whatnot the less she gets
1: oh my god that's <laughs> genius instead of like you know if it's on like a flat track or even an obstacle one put yardage markers you know so every yeah, she gets yards is, cut yeah every hundred yards is 10 grand she doesn't get from you and if you get all the way to the end and you're kind of poor she might end up owing you 10 grand that's you know beautiful we do have to make it fair though
0: um i say we go one run with the man
1: he gets as far as
0: Uh, they want they take that cut out she does get an opportunity to run the same thing with him after and then gain some back Ooh,
1: I'm going to add the caveat too that when it comes to this event he can't be carrying the gal that he's cheating on her with
0: yeah, no, no. It has to be each other. It Has to be each other.
1: Yeah, I want he to make carries that her, I want to make that and then
0: she carries him. Yeah, and then it's the distance, and then you cut that, and then that's yeah. Like, percentage I don't want she gets. Jim
1: to bring you know the twenty-two year old Barton Yeah, that been <laughs> he's around, but... cheated cheating. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him carrying her. That's she's probably not the hundred eight pounds. That's why he likes. Yeah, so exactly. Much. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's so hard. <laughs> We're at the end of the show, <laughs> but I've said nothing offensive for like a month now. Okay, I just had to get it all into the end while only the diehard <laughs> folks are listening. You know, sure, my better half is going to be listening.
0: Yeah, she's <laughs> gonna. And what she's gonna hear if I'm over, if I am ever over 108, the 22 year olds, <laughs> Billy's going to be sleeping around with. are yeah. going to be cr- coming out the woodwork.
1: Listen, she knows not to not to divorce me then because you know, she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's listen. <laughs> I don't think... You've she's... been trading.
0: You haven't even been cheating. She just thinks you've been cheating. You've been hanging out with these 22-year-old 108s
1: just to train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been training hard. for Just in case the day comes, I want my money back.
0: Oh, that's great. Would you be upset in the reverse? Say you find out someone's cheating on you, or they've been spending a lot of time with an opposite sex. Come to find out, they're just doing obscure, like, physical training for an obscure sport. Like, they're not 69 yeah, and they're 96 and Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, I, I would be mad about it, right? Because I feel like I you should would? know about the sport. Yeah. yeah you know, I feel like, if, I, if you name this sport and I have to go, what? Uh, then I don't want you participating in with another person, okay?
0: Maybe they're not participating, they're training with them. Don't care. That way they feel confident enough to bring it up to you. Like, hey, I've been working this out, uh... You wanna try this out? And then they they could feel confident being able
1: to I still don't want backpack. it that way and I found a better <laughs> caveat, because think about it. If she's cheating on him and that's why this divorce is happening, she probably found this hunk of a man who's 250, <laughs> 250 of
0: muscle. Right. Six four He's not Adonis. carrying her
1: though. She's carrying him. Yeah. That is the ultimate burn, right? <laughs> I feel like this has ended up being very sexist where the guy ends up winning always. But we all know there's some strong gals out there. Yeah.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you saying women are weaker than men, Billy? No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Listen. It's not sexist. It's equal.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not changing the yard markers so that every 50 she gets 10 grand. Back. Exactly. I want exactly level. play. This is the most non-sexist thing I'll say in my lifetime. I want exactly level playing fields for my wife carrying... Slash mortgage removal competition.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly the same. Then wouldn't you always be carrying the who you're cheating with?
1: No. No? But I, but I wanna, <laughs> you I know just, what?
0: Because men cheating with the woman, they carry the woman. Women cheating with man, they carry the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, technically one for it's one. It's
1: completely fair, I know. But I think it's better because I feel like the level of sabotage... First of all, NBC is going to pick this up immediately. Oh, yeah. And the level of sabotage you're going to have is going to be incredible <laughs> because... She knows that while she's being carried, her limp body is being carried. Every step he takes is another trip to Maui she can't take with Richard, her new boyfriend, right? So I bet the shenanigans are incredible. She's pulling out leg hair. She's got a knife in her pocket. She's cutting it his Achilles tendon. She's biting the back of your she's thigh. She's biting the bag. She's tickling him right where he doesn't want to be tickled. Like, anything that she can think about, right? He's peck. he ate five burgers the day before him, so he can be so the second he gets out of her, her knees buckle. And, you know, like the level of sabotage people would go through. He would end up on my six hundred pound life days before the adventure took or the, the race yeah. took place. Not everybody is are runners. They don't do calisthenics though.
0: I feel like we need an array of events that you can choose. Like Come to a consensus or, like, a, a wheel in the middle of court. You guys are going to be competing Good in...
1: point. now, well, you do need to make it fair. Yeah, a Some couple blood are... sports. Yeah, well, I hang on a minute now. Ooh! No, okay, I'll take it back. No, I, I thought I had an idea, but I'll, I'm going away yeah. from it. Yeah? Well, who wants money I was going to do like money jumping, more? you know, but with the... Uh, you know where they put tines in your back? You don't yeah. have a safety harness? That sport. Whoever gets the furthest in <laughs> that sport... Win the whole house and all the kids. Because they, they're the
0: superior humans. Yeah, you could throw in skydiving, make it an event. Whoever pulls the chute last gets... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. you! I bet you there's so many couples that would die doing that. Yeah,
0: it, And you can see where people's true allegiance lies. We can have one sport um, over, say, giant 50 feet up of roaring ocean. Some have sharp rocks, some don't. You don't really know. And on one side... The kids, the dog, or there's, like, um, family painting tickets or whatnot representing different things. Oh, and on the other cool. side, it's, like, percentages of the wealth. And you see, you get to um, take turns. You can It's every other. And you get to hop from the center over to one. You get to pull one tag. Then it's the next person's turn.
1: Wow, you have thought this through. This would yeah, be a great game. That room. would be great. Yes, it would. And then
0: you see where their priorities lie. And they have to fight every time to get what they want. If you fall, you don't get anything that yeah. round.
1: Yeah, I wonder what Jerry Springer's doing nowadays. We should pitch <laughs> this to him. This could be bigger than Judge Judy, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. This would be a Judge Judy can sport. judge it. Oh, my she God. She could be the judge.
0: We could have, like, on the cliffside, she's overseen. We have an immaculate desk. Gas
1: in the gavel. Oh, <laughs> man. Boys and girls, this uh, is it. I don't know where this could go wrong. Yeah. You know what?
0: Once we get the commune and we're getting the money raked in <laughs> from, is well, once we get the money raked in from our tours over the winter, we can start some o- our our own sporting events, and we can spend all we have many acres, hundreds of acres of the commune to div- divvy up some and make some obscure sporting events, and then televise it and whatnot, have people. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, we're going to have our own training grounds. Exactly. Hundreds of acres to build as many 800-meter cor- or 800-yard courses as we can muster. or Whatever it is. Yeah. Yards? What did they say it was? It's like a football field.
0: And that could subsidize a lot of our um, income we need, too. A couple of those make it big, and now we have a nationally successful
1: sport. Could you imagine? We bring <laughs> wife-carrying to the masses. It becomes bigger in football. And like, then we
0: can mix sports. We can have crossovers. We can, can have run. wife carrying on the pillars
1: oh up top. Gosh, that'd be like wife hopping. Exactly. How far do you jump with your wife before she breaks her neck? Yeah. <laughs> the wife the wife pole vault. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Now, that one's going to get us kicked off. That one's going to get us done. In. We're going to get canceled on that Oh,
0: we've come up with safety measures.
1: Yeah, they'll have a helmet. Yeah, exactly. It'll be, it'll, it'll be optional in the Nationals, but required <laughs> in the Worlds.
0: Exactly. Oh, uh, guys, dude. Yeah, wife throwing. <laughs> you know, like you come out with the discus or the shot put. They're doing the That's triple the spins and I throw thought, them. When you, when you
1: said other things, I was like, hey, you know, everyone's good at other yeah, things. Yeah, we were both in the same like mindset. shot putting your wife. That
0: <laughs> well... I, they make, like, human-throwing harnesses already because there's, like, the two handles, one in the back, <laughs> one in the butt. I've seen it before. Come on. You gotta be open. You know that... Those... And you get the nice twirl and just
1: throw them. You know the cabbage chucking festival that happens, you know, in, in the Midwest, yeah, where yeah. they trebuchet cabbages as far as they can? <gasps> Instead of strapping her to one of those harnesses where you chuck her, just t- <laughs> strap her to a trebuchet and see how far oh. you can launch her.
0: Yeah, the targets are actually just different levels of landing material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's pillows, one's water, one's like mud that hasn't been washed in a long time. The whoa. bullseye's actually just concrete.
1: <laughs> no, how about we go into wife killing? I feel like our better halves were into it up until like five minutes ago. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Oh. Unless you hit a bullseye, they're fine. Well, I'm competitive.
1: I'm going for broke. Exactly.
0: Also, this ties back. Is this not still for like the divorcee?
1: Oh, good statute? point.
0: Yeah, after divorcees, you you have a chance. That's a hundred percent gain. You pay them nothing. You no longer have to deal with them. Huh? It's like the it's like the absolute prime example. And it's not murder because you could sign off on it. Like this is how we want to settle our assets or whatnot.
1: Picture, if you will, though. <laughs> Daddy's out for a spot of trebuching. Mommy, mom dies. <laughs> He comes home to the dinner table, you know, a keg worth her weight in beer, five times her amount her weight in cash, and they go, Daddy, where's Mommy? Well, kids, you see this keg of beer and the small stick figure I've drawn (laughs) in this ten grand? That's where Mommy is. She's with the stars. It's the way she would have wanted it. (sighs) Could you picture having to explain to your kids that you murdered your ex-wife, their mom, by trebuchet... (laughs) 100 feet through the sky on some freaking concrete (laughs) could you imagine
0: Uh, in fairness those kids are going to grow up with the best story to tell of all time oh my Yeah, my mom's no longer with us what happened or my dad's no longer with us what happened Uh, during the divorce they were trebucheted to
1: concrete 80 yards away Judge Judy was the presiding judge, and she said to them to you, Shane,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we could find some middle ground. We n- nothing lethal, but something that makes it hurt. Because ultimately, especially if you have kids, divorce is very hard on kids. It's not oh, good. Yeah. No, so no. I want divorce to hurt. We need to make people work for the divorce. Like, if it means that much to you, it has to be painful in some way.
1: There it is. You know, wrapping this back to a gentleman's chat, the gentlemanly core, the foundation, really. Yeah, of all of, that shenanigans. Of which this show is built. If we could bring it back. What we're saying is that you and I are trying to find a way to make divorce something that someone doesn't want to go through. Divorce rates are on the rise. Yes. And we want people to not be divorced. We want you to be dedicated to your kids, to your wife. We don't want you to be trebucheting her hundreds of feet in the yeah, exactly. We should be dedicated. So what we're doing really for your benefit and our monetary gain for our commune is telling you live a happy, supportive life with a partner that you love and care about. So you don't have to carry her 800 yards to fight for your mortgage and the kids. <laughs> yeah. A little gentlemanly news. That's a pretty damn good way to end. I kind of think we crushed it right there. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I with that advice, the There episode it is. 36
0: of A Gentleman's Chat with your hosts, Billy and Ian.